I was sitting in another meeting surrounded by ten of the most overpaid, worthless people on the planet. Glancing down after staring at a very slow second-hand tick around the clock above the door, I watched in disgust as my boss scarfed down another glazed pastry. That's when the first text hit. None of them would make it. That much was clear. With their overpriced Hummers and their thousand-dollar suits, they never had a chance. I wasn't always so cynical. I had the job, the money. I didn't drive the Hummer, but I had a damn nice suit and was busy working my way right up the corporate ladder. You have great times ahead of you, they would tell me, a rising star. None of it would matter. When the text hit, I thought it was a joke. We all just eyed each other for a moment before breaking into laughter as Josh, across from me, read it out loud. Unbelievable, wasn't it? The text had come in as a news alert from CNN on Josh's $200 smartphone. It read, Dead Rising, Stay Indoors, Turn on TV. My boss stood up, crumbs from his pastry falling from his tie. He started to stumble across the room with his arms held up high, moaning about wanting to eat Josh's brains. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Josh quipped in a crude reference to Romero's Night of the Living Dead. The group was giggling, but it wasn't that funny. Following the herd would be the death of us. Josh looked at me. John, are you able to stream video from behind the corporate firewall? I could, so I pulled up CNN.com, ignoring the fact that my boss was right there. Why were we even taking this seriously, I thought. The site took a while to come up. In fact, it took too long. Moving on, I entered yahoo.com into the web browser, which revealed the typical bloated mainstream media stories of celebrities, sports, and finance. No mention of the dead rising. CNN must have been hacked, we concluded. The group got a good laugh out of the whole thing. I couldn't enjoy it, though. In the back of my mind, I was thinking about the fight I had that morning. Just 900 miles away from your troubles, she said. Truth be told, I hated these meetings. And I hated flying even more. I guess I wouldn't have to worry about that anymore. I hoped I'd have a chance to apologize. We finally finished the meeting. The text long forgotten. As we walked out of the conference room... I felt an anxious energy in the air. I couldn't place my finger on it. The normal white noise-induced coma, which was the norm for the office, seemed, well, broken. There was movement all around as people were packing up their laptops, jackets, and purses on their way to the elevators. I leaned in to listen to a few of the mail clerks huddled around someone's cubicle. They were watching a video stream that was uploaded to YouTube. Some jerk-off food critic was filming a streaming review at a diner in East Manhattan. It was one of those real ritzy places where the tables were made of mahogany and the waiters all wore tuxes with dazzling white shirts. The critic had uploaded a video where some lawyer-looking bastard with a perfectly parted hundred-dollar haircut had swallowed too much of the cow he was eating and keeled over dead at his table. The computer didn't have speakers, but you could see it clearly enough. 
Technology really did reach a pinnacle of greatness before it all came crumbling down. Just as a few of the waitstaff circled around the guy, the glutton stood up. One of the waiters had just reached over to pat him on the back when the lawyer whipped around and took a bite-sized chunk out of his neck. Blood isn't like it looks in the movies. It was a dark, almost black red, and it rhythmically flowed in spurts across what was left of the steak sitting on the table. The waiter instantly dropped to the floor, a red pool expanding all over the tile. His tux was splattered with the mess. His white shirt was white no more. In that instant, there was a tentative laugh amongst those standing around the cubicle, as if to question whether what we just watched was real.